Section 49 of The One-Eyed Griffin and Other Tales by Herbert Escott Inman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Pixies and the Pollywog, Chapter 4 What the Pixies Did When the Pixies first saw the Blue Witch steal little Watty, they were in a terrible way, for they could not tell in the least where she meant to carry him and she flew so swiftly that no one of them could keep her in sight. They ran this way and that, wringing their little hands in grief, and telling each other the news, until it spread right through the forest, and their king chanced to hear it. Without even staying to put on his crown, the monarch hastened down to his sorrowing subjects. "'Where is Winnie?' he cried, as he came up to them, and a hundred little fingers pointed to her as they replied, There she is, your majesty. Then some of you follow her, he commanded. Did not the fairy spider fix his magic web to her? Yes, your majesty, they said. Then she is sure to find where Watty has been taken. Look, she's starting now. Off you go, and as soon as you have seen where she goes, leave one or two to keep watch, and the rest of you hasten back to us. You, he continued, turning to another group, go to the woodman and tell him to take his axe and break up the witch's house. Very likely she will carry Watty straight there. The rest of you come with me to the old owl. We will see if she can give us any advice, for she is wisest of all the forest dwellers. The pixies dispersed in obedience to their ruler's directions. Those who were bidden seek the woodman darting through the avenues of trees towards the clearing where he was at work. They found the good man gathering his things together, ready to start for home, and much he wondered to see the tiny people come trooping towards him. Truly, I must be bewitched, he muttered, rubbing his eye. I have often heard of the forest folk, but this is the first time I beheld them. Unheeding his amazement, they ran forward, stretching out their hands, and beckoning to him to follow them. Well, tis passing strange. They seem to want me to go with them. What would you with me, ye elfins? he cried, and they answered. Woodman, woodman, come, we pray. What he has been stolen away. The old blue witch has taken him to her home so drear and grim. Bring your axe and quickly come, or much evil may be done. Little Watty needs your aid. Follow us, nor be afraid. What, me afraid? cried the woodman. Elfins, if my little Watty is in danger, there is nothing in this world I would not dare meet to rescue him. Lead the way, good elfins, and if stout irons and keen axe are of any use, we will soon have him free once more. Bravely said, shouted the pixies in delight. The blue witch has carried him off, and you must come and smash up her house. That I will, and her too, if I found her, he replied. Come, little folk, and show me where she lives. Follow, they cried, running on before. Follow us, and we will show you and off they set on their errand. Meantime, the rest of the pixies sought the great elm in which dwelt the old owl, 
She was a very wise bird, and so old that no one knew when she first came there. All day she sat motionless and silent, her eyes fast closed, as though she were asleep. But when the night came, then those eyes would open and grow large and round, till they looked like two lamps shining in her head. Then she would flap her great wings and sail off into the darkness, making the woodlands ring with her shrill hooting. She had just woken up and was getting ready to start when the pixies came swarming up the tree. Hello? What's the matter now? she asked. Oh, ow, ow, they said. The blue witch has stolen little Watty, and we don't know where she has taken him, and we want to ask your advice. Hmm, you don't know where she has taken him. Hmm. The owl put her head upon one side, and looked very thoughtful for a moment, while the pixies watched her anxiously. Ha! I have it, she cried presently. Just run up to my friend, the man in the moon. He has been looking through his telescope tonight, and must have seen where the witch went to. Yes, that will be best. Go to the man in the moon, and tell him I sent you. Many thanks, good owl, they cried, and hurried away to the moon. It did not take them very long to get there, for as it was a very light night, all they had to do was to get on to a moonbeam, and glide along its smooth surface to their destination. They found the man in no way surprised at their visit. Indeed, he seemed to be expecting them. He was a very grave, learned-looking old gentleman, with a big bald head and a long beard, white as the snow. Ah, he said, come along, my friends. I was expecting you. I have been watching the earth through my great telescope and saw you talking with the owl. Now, what do you want? Oh, please! We want to know how best to help Watty, and how we can conquer the Blue Witch. That is easily told. You must help Winnie too, for both the children are tied up in the witch's coal cellar, and she, with two companions, is going to eat them for supper. Oh dear! Oh dear! cried the pixies in dismay. Winnie caught too, and both going to be cooked for supper. Oh dear! Oh dear! Well, well, said the old gentleman kindly, there is no need to let that trouble you. Listen, the witches are flying round on the east wind to see if any danger is about. And they have made a big fire ready to cook Watty and his sister. But they have forgotten to feed the pollywog, and it is very hungry. It must be, replied the pixies. It was mad enough when we looked at it. And that is a long time ago. But how will all this help us? In this way, hurry back and get the woodman to cut a big hole in the back of the cheese house. Then you can help Watty and Winnie out. But mind, when you have done so, fasten the piece in again very tightly. Do you understand that? Yes, they answered. What next? Wait until the witches go in. And then undo the pollywog's chain, he continued. Oh, they cried in dismay. Why, he will eat us all up. No, he will not. The big fire in the witch's house is beginning to toast the cheese. And the smell of that will make the pollywog 
run straight into the house where the witches are. And then, well, he's very hungry, and three witches will not be a very big meal for him. But when he has eaten the witches, perhaps he will come and eat us, said the pixies doubtfully. I will see to that, answered the man in the moon. You will just lie down in front of the fire and go to sleep, and then I will step down and pop him into my big microscope, safe out of harm's way. You have no need to fear. Just hurry back down the moonbeams and set to work, and very soon you will have got rid of the blue witch and her cruel companions for good. Thank you ever so much, cried they, and then jumping onto the moonbeams, they were back at the east wind's home before anyone knew that they had been away. Now we must look for the woodman, they whispered. We can do nothing till he has got Watty and Winnie out. And they crept down to meet him and hurry him on. All this time the pollywog was waiting for his dinner, and he was hungry. Very hungry. End of section forty nine.